Welcome back to another episode of Transformation Talks. I'm your host, Sam Forger, and in today's episode, we are going to get right into things because as I'm sure you've seen, this episode is titled The End of Season 1, and I want you to know exactly what I mean by that because I personally am not a fan of when content creators put out, whether it's a podcast, whether it's an article, an email with a semi-vague title like this, and you're wondering what it means, and they don't cut straight to the chase, and I want to spare you from experiencing the same thing. So when I say the end of season one, what I'm referring to is my initial game plan that I had for the show, which was not necessarily to run it indefinitely from now until forever, but essentially to put together about a year's worth of episodes. So I believe this is episode number 52, and there are still a few more scheduled, which I'll get into in a minute, but at which point take a breather, take a little bit of a step back to assess how things are going, see if I want to change anything about the show's structure the format, see essentially what the response is, because the ultimate goal in starting the show is to help as many people as possible and to be as effective as possible in doing that. So having this little breather gives me the space to do that at the highest possible level. I almost liken it to if you're training for a powerlifting meet or a 5K, you have this designated period of time where you ramp up and you do the absolute best you can during that stretch. You peak in a way, not that this podcast is you know overly profound, but you peak in a way and then you take a breather. You don't hop right back into prep for something else, at least not over the long haul, or it's going to beat you up a little bit. And I recognize that this is not the most common format or kind of style for uh, a podcast, but it's also not totally uncommon. It was something that was introduced to me when I first started the show, and again, something that I always had in mind. So although I don't necessarily have a definitive timeline for uh, when the show will be back and what format it will take, that is kind of the uh, the cut to the chase takeaway here is that after today's episode, we are wrapping up season one. I have uh, three more episodes off the top of my head. Uh, I believe over the next couple of weeks that are already scheduled that will officially round out the season. And then there will be a little bit of a hiatus before I reintroduce what I'm considering to be season two. But on top of that, I have two little lessons here uh, besides just talking podcast logistics that I'm confident will be extremely valuable to you. And the first one is that you can't necessarily, uh, not even necessarily, you should not be married to any process that brings initial success. For example, when I first started the podcast, the goal, like I said, was to help as many people as possible. And generally speaking, it has been effective for doing that. But the things that worked in the beginning aren't necessarily the things that are going to be your best possible approach over time. So right now in this little hiatus between the end of season one and whenever season two develops, this is where I have the opportunity to look at, is this still the most effective approach for me? And perhaps it is. And that's when season two will kick off but perhaps it's not. And maybe video content or doing exclusively written content is going to be the best bet. In your case, maybe when you tried intermittent fasting for the first time, which of course is not magical. It's one of many ways to reduce your calories that works for a lot of people's lifestyles. But maybe when you first did intermittent fasting, you saw great results and there was a lot of success there. It is really easy to get emotionally attached to things that bring you success for a short period of time. But the people who were truly successful long-term do not get married to the X's and O's. 
So if intermittent fasting worked for you at one point, but now you train really hard and really heavy most mornings, it's likely that having uh, a little bit of a pre-workout meal or at a minimum, a post-workout meal is going to make more sense for you. The same could be said for your workouts. You can sit here and say, oh, well, I got my best results when I was going to the gym five days per week. Well, maybe that was before you have the current job that you have or before you had kids or before you got married. Not saying these things always have to be obstacles, but they're legitimate considerations. And you have to be open to the possibility that to continue achieving the outcomes you want, the process will have to evolve with each season of life. So I think of this almost, you know, I'm calling it season one of the podcast, but I think of it uh, as a season of business life, as corny or cliche as that might sound. So things do develop over time. So that's kind of lesson one here is to make sure that you were not married to any process that brought you success at one point, because oftentimes the cog, the thing that's holding you back from continuing to see more success is not being open to changing your process. The other thing to consider is that sometimes, and you may have heard me say this in the show before, sometimes you need to let little bad things happen to let great things happen. So it is undeniable that by me pumping the brakes on the show and wrapping up season one here, that I'm not going to reach as many people in the short term. And I don't think it's too bold to say that some people, perhaps you as you're hearing this, might be a little disappointed that you're not going to have a weekly episode and people might be questioning, hey, what's going on with the show? And that's the bad thing. But this also gives me the opportunity to let great things happen. For example, I was recently having a conversation with a good friend of mine and kind of describing or uh, troubleshooting, jamming out, whatever you want to call it, the different directions I could go with content creation in my business. And the way that I think about podcasting, as much as I really do enjoy it, is that it costs, and I'm putting not actually financials here, this is like bandwidth I'm referring to. But it costs maybe $100 of my time, my energy, and as I just mentioned, my bandwidth. So for every, say, week or day that I'm not doing research for a show, reaching out to guests, scheduling stuff, preparing the scripts, doing the edits, promoting the show, I'm now freeing up, in this case, let's say this $100 of mental bandwidth. And I can reallocate that wherever I want. So for me, honestly, written content specifically, whether it's writing articles, whether it's my private email list, the newsletter that I send out, in my head, that's like $10 per piece of content. So I have to question, is letting this little bad thing happening, stepping away from the podcast, going to allow great things to happen? Because again, these are arbitrary numbers that I'm quantifying something that's technically uh, unquantifiable or non-quantifiable. I don't know what the right word is there, uh, but I do have to question that. I free up $100 here. Now I can deploy, excuse me, now I can deploy 10, $10 pieces of content, which isn't to say they're less valuable necessarily, but that is far more touch points with potentially more upside to reach more people. And there's another expression I like that's very relevant here is the pie only gets so big. So you have to look at, to tie it more into what maybe you're experiencing right now, all the different areas that you could be spending your time, whether, you know, if we're talking health and fitness specifically, how you're socializing, whether or not you're meal prepping, uh, how much time you're allocating to sleep versus relaxation type activities to obviously going to the gym. You have all these different directions you can go. And a lot of times 
the hurdle for us is similar to not being willing to adjust your process or try something new. The hurdle is trying to do all of the things all the time. And sometimes you just have to make a conscious decision to, again, let a little bad thing happen to let something great potentially happen. So I think of you may want to stay up a little bit later and watch a new Netflix series at the time of recording this. That's seemingly what all my clients are doing right now. And we have to say, hey, we get to let a little bad thing happen here in terms of you maybe cutting it short on an episode or a season that you really want to finish. But on the other side of that is the opportunity for what I'm calling a great thing. You're not hitting snooze tomorrow. You're getting your morning workout in. You're dealing with less hunger and cravings the next day. Uh, You have more energy throughout the day. The list goes on. So when you put these on a scale, yeah, maybe there's a little something bad up front, but there's something far greater on the other side of that. Perhaps when you're out to eat, you really, really want to do the appetizer plus the entree plus the dessert plus drinks. And I don't want to call this bad necessarily, but you may look at not having bread and butter or oil before the dinner or not having a drink when your friends are as bad, but it's not suffering for the sake of suffering. You may have heard me say that before as well. It's not bad stuff for the sake of bad stuff happening. You were just freeing up, whether it's the time, the energy, just the resources in general to let a great thing happen. And that may be a difficult pill to swallow at times, but it is absolutely necessary on your path to success. So to very quickly recap that, this is the end of season one, minus a handful of episodes that I have scheduled over the next uh, couple of weeks, maybe a little bit more with Eric Bach, Robbie Farlow, and Jordan Syatt. So we have a lot to look forward to, but after those three episodes are published, there will be a little bit of a hiatus before I reintroduce and kind of workshop what season two will look like, everything from the structure to the timeline. Uh, The two lessons that we talked about today, number one is uh, not being married to a process. So if right now you're saying, well, I got the best results when I did X, Y, and Z, we can't necessarily say that works for you permanently if it's not working for you right now, then you have to be open to change. And lesson number two is that the pie only gets so big. So sometimes you do have to let little bad things happen to let great things happen, making small sacrifices here and there that are undeniably sucky. There's no way around that. But the upside on the other side of that decision, it makes it well, well worth it. So I hope you got a lot out of today's episode, even though there was a little bit of logistical stuff thrown in there. I hope if you've been listening to the show since the beginning, you've been getting a lot out of it. And in the meantime, the best way to get... Uh, My most helpful content is undoubtedly on my email list. If you go to samsnewsletter.com, you will get immediate access to some of my best transformation resources. It's called the Transformation Bundle. You may already have it uh, as you're listening to this. Uh, But if you were not already on my list, again, that is the best place to stay in the loop with what's going on with the podcast, what's going on in general, and to continue to get my bed bed stuff, uh, best stuff. So again, that is Sam's newsletter.com. And I cannot thank you enough for listening, whether this is your first time listening or whether you've listened to several episodes. uh, It truly means the world. I look forward to your ongoing feedback and helping you to the very best of my ability.